Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the follower of our Lord Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz here behind me, the Mount of Olives, that's right, we're here in Jerusalem recording a special series of programs. We'll even be hearing today from some of our Israeli believing partners from blessing Israeli believers. It's going to be a special program. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. So blessed and thankful to be with you today, but also to be with a special guest we have on the program. Uh, he's one of our Blessing Israeli Believers monthly partners, and also he's our friend and brother in Messiah Yeshua, yeah. and an American Israeli, yep. my friend and brother, Josh Rosen. Welcome to Watch Therefore. Thank you. Well, I'm so glad that you're with us today, Josh, and I want our viewers to hear about you. Let's start off with, how did you come from being an American to an American Israeli? Well, uh, let, me first, let me first thank you, uh, blessing Israeli believers, uh, any sponsors, any donors, any people who are giving gifts to the ministry, because it really does bless real Israeli believers every single month. So I want to thank you for that. Thanks, God. Um, but your question, how did I come to make Aliyah from America? And the word Aliyah means to ascend or go up. Yes. To ascend, yeah, in the songs of ascents in, uh, in the Psalms. It was all about going up to the house of the Lord. Woo, hallelujah. Yeah, yeah so like we, when, we make, when we make Aliyah, we're, we're really just kind of doing that now. Amen. Uh, and fulfilling prophecy. Onward and upward. Yeah, onward and upward. Yeah. Uh, my wife, Julia Fernandez, uh, was coming to Israel, was serving in all different kinds of ways here. She was living with rabbis, taking care of quadriplegic children. She was volunteering at a uh, Messianic Jewish uh, Moshav. Uh, and then she was also taking Hebrew study courses uh, and just enjoying the culture here in Israel because she had developed a love for the Jewish people, for, for Israeli people, after she had found out that, her fa that she actually had Jewish roots in her family. Wow, wow, what a heart, what a heart for the Lord and it, that beats with his heart to want to be with rabbis' families in their homes and to take care of paraplegics here in Israel. Yeah. And it's very powerful. And she, she kind of uh, helped you along with the understanding of these things, right? Yeah, at, at first I didn't really have a grid for living in Aliyah, and I really didn't even understand that Israel was this active, operating, modern country. Like, I would ask questions, are there movie theaters in Israel? Do, do they, people go to work on their camels? And, right? Yeah, I had no concept of, what, right. of what life was like to hear. Uh -huh. And she was just beaming and overflowing with love for this place, right. and I didn't get it. So 
obviously I was curious and we would have a lot of conversations. She knew when we uh, met from my name, Rosen, that I was Jewish. And uh, so when we got married, she immediately began telling me about this thing called Aliyah. It explained to me that if we just filed these papers, we could see if, if we might be able to live there. We don't have to live there right away, but that would be an option for us in the future. You know, the Lord is calling all Jews back here to live. So, um, and that is true. That's, that's prophecy and that's happening today. It's an exciting generation, isn't it? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of your precious uh, better half, uh -huh. uh, she's with child now. And what number will this be added to your household? We have six children now. Wow. Three plus three. And we're going to have our seventh child in late May. How exciting. Yeah. He's, uh, you and your wife, just in the ministry of populating the land with Israeli believers, you're doing your job. Yeah. Right? It's good work. But you have other things you're doing here too, don't yeah. you? Wow, why don't you share that with our viewers? Because I know what it is, and it's very exciting. Yeah. Uh, what I do is uh, I'm a staff member at a Messianic prayer and worship center. Uh, some people call it a house of prayer. And what I do is I intercede for the nations. I intercede for the Jewish people. I intercede for Israel um, and sing praises to the Lord Wow. Uh, 20 hours a week. Uh, 80 hours a month, and then also do other outreaches and internship programs uh, through Sukkot Hallel in Jerusalem. And uh, my call here to Israel called me actually away from music in the States. I was a singer-songwriter, wrote, wow. wrote a couple of albums, was able to record, have a kind of a big community of friends who are independent musicians. And I dropped all that when I came to Israel. Hallelujah. Because I felt the call of the Lord. So I said, I have to give this up. I didn't say a way to do it. Well, five years into our time in, uh, in Israel, the Lord just set it up so that I would meet the people that run this house of prayer and that I would become involved in that. And now I'm basically a full-time musician. It's a resurrection. You died to it, and then the Lord brought life to it yeah. and gave it back to you. That's right. Uh, in, in, in terms of something he could use okay. that would give him glory, right? Yeah. Isn't that exciting? It is. It's, uh, it has breathed new life into us because when we first came to Israel, we didn't come with a preset, predetermined idea of what we'd be doing. Right. We didn't know what ministry we'd be walking in. We just came. Really a lot like Insane. Abraham, yeah. just go, uh, leave the land of your fathers. And that's what we did. We left the land of our fathers to come to the land of your fathers, come to the land of our <laughs> forefathers. Yeah, exactly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, you know, with your ministry, I, I know how much it's benefiting others, of course, but even you're benefiting from it in this way. And, and the Lord is pleased and thankful. But I just want to share with a little testimony this morning when I came to get you. I haven't seen you in a little while. Yep. I've known you for, you know, uh, probably seven years or so. And in seven years, people get a little older, you know. <laughs> and I haven't seen you in a little while. But it just struck me when I saw you this morning how young you look. And, um, and, and I asked... Josh, I said, you know, like, how are you staying so young? Or that was kind of the connotation of right, what I said. Right. And you looked back at me and you said, well, I worship 20 hours a week. Yeah. I praise the Lord 20 hours a week. And I said, well, that'll keep a guy young. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's that new life. How many times? I don't know. But through the Bible, 
you know, even in, in church and in congregations, people get up to sing songs on, on Sunday morning. But have we lost sight, Josh, of that it, all through the Bible it says, Praise the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Give praise to His name. The earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Right? Yeah. Uh, as the waters cover the sea. So have we lost sight of what we're doing when we're singing praises to the Lord? And, and is it something we should just do on Saturday morning or Sunday morning mm. or uh, on Wednesday night or whatever? You see yeah, what I'm saying? For sure not. I mean, the, the Psalms is probably the first place that I would go to understand praise. Absolutely. And uh, if you look at the heart of David, which was after God's own heart, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that he was a worshiper and we were created to worship the That's Lord. That's right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the reason I said Saturday morning is Saturday mornings is when uh, the Messianic bodies primarily meet here in the land. Right. And so anyhow, um, it's important that we rejoice always, pray without ceasing, always giving thanks. And a great way to do that, which is all through this book, yep. is by what the Lord's called you to do and leading others, mm -hmm. you know? Josh, why don't, why don't you um, share something with our viewers to encourage them and bless them today? Something to leave them with from this interview with you. Um, well, I would just encourage everyone who's, who sees this that uh, the word of the Lord is true. Hallelujah. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of Yahovah will stand forever. That's right. And I would just link that with, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was with God, and that Word is Yeshua, Messiah. Hallelujah. Jesus our Lord, hallelujah. Uh, Why don't you pray out this segment here, if you could just briefly pray for all of our viewers and whatever the Lord puts on your heart, Josh. Yeah, Okay. I'd love to. Father, I just thank you for uh, Dove. I thank you for blessing Israeli believers, mm -hmm. the ministry, and I thank you for all the people that make this ministry possible. And who serve uh, by generously giving of themselves Thank you, Lord. and their fruits. And Abba, we just ask blessing on these people. Thank you, Father. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Josh, it's been um, more than a pleasure to get to be on this program with you today, to have you with us today. What a blessing. Keep going, keep raising uh, that family. And as for me, I know this is your heart, as for me and my house. We shall serve the Lord. Amen. So keep going. Great to be with you today. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to go to a, uh, a break in just a moment. And, you know, I encourage you, don't go anywhere. Uh, this break is uh, not just going to be filler. This break will be some things that are important for you to know. will help you understand what we're doing with this ministry even more. And uh, we've got partners uh nobody's like josh but we've got believing israeli partners like josh uh, many of them and we'll be talking about that ministry at the break as well remember watch therefore i pray you're enjoying the program today and that it's blessing you we're enjoying a special time in jerusalem recording a series of segments here in the city of the great king we're introducing some of our Blessing Israeli Believing partners and having others return as guests. It's such a special time we're having. And I always like to take a moment to explain how our ministry works. Our ministry is Watch Therefore. That's the umbrella organization uh, with the concept of the faithful servant who's watching for the master to come. But he's not only watching for the master to come, 
He's also doing what the master commanded. He's ready. Watch therefore and be ready. How do we do that? We take the gospel to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. Romans 1.16. We go and make disciples of all the nations. Matthew chapter 28. And so much more. We have two special ministries that are vehicles that help us do that. One is Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by myself and John McTurnan, a great ministry partner of ours. And uh, through that ministry, we do so much exciting stuff here in Israel. And of course, you can go to our website, watchtherefore.tv, to look that up. And also, our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations. Uh, we work with orphans in Uganda. I'm getting ready at the recording time of this recording to go to Uganda to a refugee camp to work with about 500 refugee orphans to preach in churches. It's going to be an exciting time. And, and you can partner with us. So go to watchtherefore.tv. Sign up for our monthly newsletter. For those of you who want to be prayer partners and or financial partners, you uh, can learn more about our ministry uh, by doing that and keep up with what's going on. Also, I'm going to talk about money for just a moment, but first I want to say if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, we don't want your money. <laughs> Please do not send anything into this ministry. It's our prayer and desire that you would pray to receive Jesus as Lord, begin to walk with Him, and simply enjoy the program today. For those of you who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, you're born again, you're a disciple, follower of the Lord, you want to lay your treasures up in heaven. Listen, all of this that we do costs so much money, but my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up from our viewers, faithful partners. And I want to say thank you to all of you who already are partners of Watch Therefore. When asked those who are viewing today, ask him if he would have you to get involved and lay your treasures up in heaven through this ministry. Now, I also want to say before we go back to the program that my book, America's Ark, is such uh, an important tool to help you watch Therefore and to be ready. We're spending time teaching on it. Uh, on the program and I want to make that book available to you today for any gift amount. We don't want anyone not to receive a book because of money. For any gift amount sent into this ministry, we'll send you a book. Now, uh, for those of you who have been blessed financially, remember there are some who are in a season where they can't afford much and, and that's why we make the book available this way. Maybe the Lord would have you to make up the difference. So uh, make sure you go to watchtherefore.tv. If you want a book, make sure you write in the notes section uh, on, on the internet or if you're sending in a check, Somewhere, Mark, uh, the book America's Ark, so we can get that to you. Well, hallelujah for this, this life we have in Messiah Jesus in this generation that we'll see him come in the clouds. We're getting ready to go back to the program. Remember, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. Today we're going to continue in our teaching series in a book I wrote in 2011 called America's Ark, The Only Safe Place for Americans Today. And in previous programs, we've seen in Ezekiel chapter 14, four serious judgments that have been falling upon America and are increasingly so, and the same with the whole world. These judgments are blanketing the earth. Sadly, America is not clearly mentioned in Bible prophecy scenarios. Many regions in the world are, but not America. For example, Israel, Middle Eastern countries, Russia, Asia, and Europe are very clear, clearly defined in these scenarios. And for decades, Bible prophecy scholars have been warning 
that prophetically something has to happen to take the U.S. off the world stage. And preachers have been warning America about its sin for decades as well. Back in the 1970s, the Bible teacher J. Vernon McGee, who's now with the Lord, and the late Billy Graham were warning of judgment upon America back then. Billy Graham, who recently went to be with the Lord, he warned decades ago that if God did not judge America, he would have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. And also, the late pastor Adrian Rogers, before he passed away, speaking of America, said, the waves of God's judgment are slamming against the dam of his mercy, and the dam is about to give way. And folks, this was before men were marrying men and women marrying women in all 50 states in America, and others of the worst sins that America has ever committed. Folks, if I was trying to win a popularity contest, obviously these are the last things I'd be saying. But no, I've been commissioned by the Lord in His Word to speak the truth in love. And, and I love America. And the most patriotic thing to do is embrace the truth and be the light of Messiah Jesus to Americans today. And I have good news. Oh, I have such good news for Americans and everyone in the world. Where sin abounds, and it certainly is abounding, grace abounds all the more. That's the message of the Word of God. And, and in, in Ezekiel chapter 14, as these four judgments are proclaimed that we've discussed in previous programs, after each one of them, the place of deliverance, the place of protection, the way forward to win in Messiah Jesus is clearly laid out. And so I will introduce it today and unpack it over the next few programs, Lord willing. After each judgment, the ark, I call it, the, the place of refuge is proclaimed. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read in Ezekiel 14 the four times that this ark, this place of refuge, is mentioned, which is after each of the judgments. Uh, in verse 14, even if these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness, says the Lord God. Then in verse 16, even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, only they would be delivered, and the land would be desolate. And then down to verse 18, even though these three men were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither sons nor daughters, but only they themselves would be delivered. And verse 20, even though Noah, Daniel, and Job were in it as I live, says the Lord God, they would deliver neither son nor daughter, they would deliver only themselves by their righteousness. So we see the way forward here. It's the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job. It's the life that they lived in the God of the Bible. And, and there's so many righteous people in the Bible. Why the lives of Noah, Daniel, and Job? They lived through catastrophic circumstances. They weren't just having a bad day. Yet they were with the Lord, and the Lord was with them through it all. Folks, catastrophic times are upon this 
generation. So notice, it was their own personal righteous lives that spared them. There's a, an old saying out there. It goes like this. God has no grandchildren, only children. And, and I'm going to unpack that a little bit from my book, America's Ark, in page 114. The Ark, or excuse me, this Ark, unlike the one in Noah's day, only takes reservations for one. You cannot accurately say, my father or mother walk like Noah, Daniel, and Job. And, and since I live in their house, or I'm their child, the Lord will keep me from the storm. No, only a person's individual righteousness, like that of Noah, Daniel, and Job, will help in these and the soon coming days. Also, here's a question that's important to know the answer to, and it's this. What is righteousness? What is righteousness? Well, here's a theologically accurate, yet short, simple to understand definition of righteousness. It's the Lord's standard, heaven's standard of goodness. And this would be impossible for Noah, Daniel, and Job, or us to live, but for two very exciting, powerful words for which I'm very thankful. Here they are. You ready? But God. But God. But God, who is rich in grace and mercy and full of righteousness. Let's look at Psalm 145, 17 together. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his works. So today we've introduced an ark, if you will, a place of protection, a place of deliverance, a place from which we can operate and be successful to accomplish the plans and purposes the Lord has for us here in this important generation. We've defined righteousness, that it's heaven's standard of goodness. Hallelujah. And next we're going to introduce the righteousness of Noah, the life that Noah lived in such a catastrophic, difficult time. Yes, the righteousness of Noah, Daniel, and Job is going to be so important for us in this hour. And there's only one place to get this kind of righteousness. You see, in the Old Testament, they looked forward to one who would come and bring the righteousness of heaven down. If righteousness is God's standard of goodness, heaven's standard of goodness. And Messiah Jesus has brought it down to earth. It makes me think of something in the prayer that he told us that is the model prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy is your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The righteousness of heaven has come down in the person of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Isaiah the prophet in the Hebrew Scriptures in the Old Testament looked forward to one who would come, live a perfectly sinless and righteous life. He would be wounded for our transgressions and bruised for our iniquities. 
the chastisement for our peace was laid upon him, and by his stripes were healed. The Romans had an instrument of torture called a cat of nine tails. I can't go into the details of it in this program, but they beat Messiah Jesus with that in, using that instrument and laid stripes upon his back. That was our beating for our sin and our unrighteousness. And he took our sins upon the cross, upon himself, so that he could in exchange give us our Father in Heaven's righteousness. He, our Father in Heaven, made Him, Messiah Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of our Father in Heaven in Him, Messiah Jesus. Can I stop for just a moment? Oh, hallelujah! He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried, and on the third day He rose again. And, and could it be that you're watching today and you've never truly received heaven's righteousness, our Father's righteousness. There's only one way to get it. Our Messiah Jesus said, repent and believe in the gospel. Begin now to change your mind about your sin and your unrighteousness. And turn to Him, our Lord Jesus, and cry to Him, O oh, Yeshua, Yahweh saves, is what Yeshua means. O oh, Yeshua Save me, forgive me, and give me a new life of righteousness. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah and amen. If you've prayed to do that today, then do that today. Begin to turn away from your sins and follow Jesus. Become His disciple. Get into a congregation, a church, where they teach the Bible. And they, they teach about these times in which we live. Bible prophecy is so important. About 27 to 30% of your Bible is Bible prophecy. The gospel I just shared is Bible prophecy. So if you've prayed to receive Jesus today, contact us using the information on your screen and let us know we'd like to send you some free literature. And begin, and I encourage all of our viewers to do this, begin watching for the coming of Messiah Jesus in the clouds for His people. He said, watch therefore, and be ready for you don't know the hour of the day the Son of Man is coming. Now the signs, some of which I've spoken about today and in previous programs, are all around us. Showing us it can't be long now. It can't be long now. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless all of our viewers today. And may this program be an influence of grace and mercy to help us watch their form be ready. Amen. It's been great to be with you today. And, and here's how I like to end the program. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media, 
since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.